High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. Well, I'm far more interested in Barry Kenny, who's in to talk travel, because he brings me to uh, all sorts of sort of magic carpet type places in Travel Tuesday. This, I've been promoting this Mm -hmm. all day. Right. In fact, for two days. On Barry Kenny says, must see places in 2017. Is that it? Yeah, well, more or less. I'll tell you what it is. It's what's new. Places that we can get direct flights to now in 2017 that we haven't been able to before things that are unique to 2017 from anniversaries to a couple of other points and then some destinations that are on the rise that people well if you can do that in the next 15 or 20 (laughs) minutes I'm with you right, what are the new places we can get the new places we can travel are there's a few routes opened up Miami now I know we spoke spoke about Florida briefly a few weeks ago Aer Lingus Aer Lingus to direct to Miami from the 1st of September that's a good start date because that kind of October onwards that's when Miami comes into its own you're past the hurricane season yeah and you will have that energy and the melting pot that is uh, Miami, where you've got everybody from the other 49 states coming down for the good weather. But they're all aged over 100. No, not not Miami. Now, certainly if you go up Florida and you go into these, um, shall okay. we say, assisted living uh, residences. <laughs> like West Palm, West Palm or something. Beach, exactly. Yeah, right, okay. uh, you're talking right. about that. Miami's but, full of excitement uh, and refugees from yeah, Castro and all that. The, as I say, the melting pot of Central okay. America and Cuba. People watching on Ocean Drive. And also Europe, like at half five in the morning in Miami and Everybody seems to be out jogging, cycling. It's this <laughs> fitness fanatic, outdoor type of lifestyle. Right, it is, there's okay. a tremendous energy to it. So that's from the 1st of September. Um, a couple of new ones. Split. Now, obviously, Croatia has been on the uh, travel trail for a little while now. Yeah. Um, but new route Dublin to Split from the 27th of May. With who? With Aer Lingus as well. Really? Uh, Diocletian's Palace is the highlight there. Uh, ancient uh, palace, 220 buildings. But it's not like... Dubrovnik, which is very much a museum piece. Split is the living city. You've got people living in this ancient palace. You've got shops, restaurants, markets, all perched within this uh, Diocletian's palace. One of the great things about Split as well is ferries for islands like Havar and Korchula on the Croatia's Adriatic coast. And what a really good trip would be would be to fly into Split one way, do a couple of the islands, and come back out of Dubrovnik. So maximise your time, get to see a lot of what right, okay. Croatia has to okay. offer. Uh, Qatar. Who wants to yeah. go to Qatar? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you want to do your recceing. Oh, is it Qatar or Qatar? Qatar. Well, I, I go by the Qatar Airways ad, and it's Qatar oh, Airways. Yeah. So you'd go with Qatar Airways? Yeah, Dublin to Doha. Are they coming direct out of Dublin? From, yeah, from the 12th of June this year coming. And, yeah. um, like, who wants to go to Qatar. It is following, obviously, the Dubai route in terms of transforming itself like a lot of areas around the Gulf. So you've got the old and the new, you've got the souks, you've got the beaches, but you've got amazing museums and modernity beside that. I mean, there's a a souk Waqif in Doha, which is reputed to be one of the best in all of the Middle East. But what that route will give you is great connections onwards and just add to the range of connections that we have from out Ireland. Out of Dubai. Now. Exactly. Well, out of, out of Qatar. So, for example, they have a route from Qatar to Krabi in Thailand, which is, and we'll come to that another day because Krabi is an extraordinary uh, destination amongst all of the, uh, the Thai beach areas. So that's opening up. And, and Miami is the same, opening up Central and South America in a way that perhaps wasn't as easy. So you uh, go to Miami and then fly down to Mexico or whatever. Yeah, another route that has been established already out of Dublin, out of Belfast, but a new route from Cork uh, is going to be Cork to Reykjavik. Um, And indeed, another airline (laughs) is coming. (laughs) 
Actually, this is, I have to say, in terms of your, I, I would always defend Dublin to the hilt in terms of, and, and Galway and other Irish cities, in terms of them having the nightlife to end all nightlife in Europe, in terms of just an ease of access and, and, and it was a welcoming atmosphere. Reykjavik is incredible and it goes late. Do not go out early, get your sleep, get up at half 11, 12 and get ready to be still going into places at half four and five in the morning. It's a tremendous place. And you've got the natural beauty around and the dramatic okay. natural beauty right. around. I'm almost Iceland. sold, except I couldn't imagine myself <laughs> going out at 12 o'clock at night. Aegean Airlines uh, are flying to Athens. That's uh, expanding services there. And Greece is probably one of these places that's just dropped down the radar a little bit. I suppose people see the refugee crisis and think of uh, of dealing with that in the islands. An area that's overlooked is mainland Greece. And I would certainly uh, say to people to look at areas like the Peloponnese um, and an island that's not strictly speaking uh, uh, mainland, but it's connected by a causeway called Lefkada, um, which is about five hours, five and a half hours drive from Athens, but has the most spectacular beaches that you will see in Europe with you come up with the strangest places that I haven't even read about let alone been I mean some of these places like Lefkada you can get relatively conveniently okay. from Britain but not right. directly at the moment All here right. 2017 yeah. uh, what was happening in 1917 well the Western Front are you suggesting we go and visit a few yeah, war graves or, or, or indeed we can go to Stalingrad because it's the 75th anniversary oh, of the start yeah. of, uh, of the Battle of Stalingrad so Will they be doing something? Uh, now, I would imagine so. In fairness, there's a well-established uh, Second World War uh, memorial trail. I imagine it may be the end of that particular battle that is commemorated rather than the start. Um, but the big one in Russia this year, and if you take it, Russia as a destination, not only are you marking the centenary of the Russian revolutions, Trotsky and Co. Uh, Lenin and Co. You know, and um, the train from Germany to to, yeah. to uh, I've Petrograd. just finished the book Lenin on the train. Oh, yes, well, that's uh, and it's interestingly, we do have tour operators that are providing tours. For example, like the travel department, uh, a really nice one by City Escapes, which is called the Tsar Route. Uh, you fly to Helsinki, you take the train to St. Petersburg, and then onwards to Moscow. But they haven't actually themed them around the Russian Revolution itself, which you would think would be uh, a sell this year. But um, it's going to be commemorated, obviously, across. It, some Russians are a bit ambivalent, but I think the other thing about Russia is not only the historic aspect of it, but basically it seems to be the most influential country in the world <laughs> on a geopolitical <laughs> stage at the moment. Yeah, and but, uh, but in the it, time we got to know them a little bit better. The only thing, presumably, the Russians aren't actually celebrating are uh, the thousands, nay, millions of uh, what, what were known as former people. Mm. In other words, the aristocracy who were wiped out then yes. in that uprising. But then, I mean, the palaces, you know, the, uh, yeah, the, the, there they, must be the, around. They are the, the 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 destinations of choice. That is what uh, Russia markets itself on. Obviously, with the twin cities of St. Petersburg and uh, Moscow as the draw, and there's a high speed train line between. Not gratuitously mentioning train, there just happens to be a high speed train line right. uh, between the two cities uh, as well. And you know, Russia is actually the ninth most visited country in the world. But a lot of that is actually from the old Soviet satellites. Oh, so yeah. it really hasn't established itself. And as well as just to remember two things about Russia, you do require a visa uh, going, which costs you about 75 quid. And there is a direct Dublin to Moscow service available during the summer from an airline called S7. 
Not Aeroflot. No, no, which is not S Club. Is not your former <laughs> your former favorite band. It is uh, they offer about three hundred and ten euro return right, okay. uh, from Dublin for for a few weeks during the summer. Now the big one this year, right? I think this is a fairly unique. We don't have a lot of sport this year, right? We obviously have the Lions Tour. And we'll yeah, mention that in a moment. But the big unique event this year is the solar eclipse that is coming across the United States. Now, I can see by your <laughs> expression, you're clearly absolutely energised about the prospect <laughs> of seeing a total solar eclipse. All right, go on. But this is the first, exclusive, the first eclipse exclusively within the United States from coast to coast since the country gained independence. In fact, since about 1250. And so watch it fly somewhere in America and you watch the, the choices here it's on the 21st of August 2017 right. and it will make land at, in Oregon and it will continue going across the country to South Carolina and for about 2 minutes 40 this is a total solar eclipse so during that you will actually be able to look up and look because darkness will fall across the land right. a lot of areas that you can choose there uh, if you want something more urban if you want to, to be part of a broader trip Nashville is on the uh, flight path as it were of the eclipse so All right. uh, you can for, watch it with Johnny Cash yes one minute well if you, <laughs> that, that'd be a neat trick that certainly would be a unique uh, experience one minute 57 uh, Dolly Parton you can watch in, it in Nashville absolutely but if you go up to somewhere like Snake River Valley in Idaho you have great access as well because what people will be What's doing great access great access oh great you roads from all over but also the, what you want to try and find here is somewhere that has a lot of road access because if there are clouds somewhere and somewhere like Snake River Valley in Idaho has I suppose the lowest chance of, of cloud you would probably get the best weather there but if there happens to be some cloud you've got roads to get yourself along the route that the eclipse will take and watch the, the forecasts and take your few hours to get to a good viewing point and get to a, a place where you're going to go from that total scorching summer uh, heat and then go to complete darkness Okay, so sold all right, by Kenny's <laughs> no, with me so. on Travel Tuesday, <laughs> talking about a solar eclipse next year in the USA, where he's expecting us all to go to Snake River Valley in Idaho. Uh, it's also, by the way, the last Northern Hemisphere solar eclipse, I think, in about nine years. So okay. it's a fairly unique opportunity. All right, okay. <laughs> 53106, you can send me a text. All right, go um, on. 150th anniversary of Canada. Do oh? Canada, the country. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was the Dominion of Canada uh, yeah. when they formed themselves on the 1st of July uh, in 1867 to resist American expansion. And again, Canada is the last refuge for progressive liberals now, given that every other Western country is going uh, reactionary and populist. So uh, an attractive country. Lots of direct flights from Dublin, actually. To uh, Toronto, I To Toronto. Uh, you've also got Vancouver with uh, Air Canada Rouge. WestJet flies to places like St. John's. I think they also go to Toronto as well. And uh, a lot of events taking place right through the year. I think the West Coast is better than the East Coast. I think Vancouver and then up to Calgary. There's a great train called the Rocky Mountaineer. Exactly. And you have, if you take Toronto, if you take the East Coast, obviously you've got your Niagara Falls as well. You can go to your Montreal's, go to your French uh, Canada. But I think Vancouver particularly you're so close to the US border you've got magnificent Seattle, scenery Seattle, Seattle, Seattle yeah. and nope. yeah. if you so choose you can double up with the eclipse and cross the border to Madras in Oregon 
um, and so get your, your Vancouver. I should say the eclipse, by the way, is going to slightly clip Ireland. We'll get about a 10% eclipse right. on the day yes. Medjugorje is just about an hour or so mm. from Split it's the 100th anniversary of uh, Fatima the apparition oh of goodness, Fatima right. okay. yeah. the, the Medjugorje as well you can also access it from Dubrovnik so it must be fairly equidistant because All right. well uh, the listener says that yeah. and then the fella called Bobby Kerr mm-hmm. uh, says charter your own yacht out of Split <laughs> well, millionaires like Bobby Kerr can do that although he suggests four or five year mates it's quite cheap okay well I haven't had that particular experience so you me Bobby and we'll get two more and we will charter that plane Um, other areas uh, as I mentioned in terms of areas that are coming to the fore we may have a short window on this one and you, you said about magic carpet rides Iran uh, for your holidays <laughs> for 2017. I was reading today a bunch of backpackers have gone to yes. Iraq and they were described as absolutely insane. Yeah, it sounded incredible. You know what I mean? That they, they managed to get themselves in and out <laughs> across the border. <laughs> but they, they ran into a couple of lads at the, at the coffee shop and they said, oh, come on, we'll bring you off on the back of the truck. And they, uh, terrifying. Although your friend, by the way, Who's uh, my friend? John Simpson. Yeah, is recommending Afghanistan for your holidays, but you we won't, we won't go that far. Yeah, he he was part of an Airbnb document that was released a couple of weeks ago, and he's saying if he had one country he could go from the world, it's Afghanistan. We're not recommending that. We are recommending Iran because we are. Oh yes, yeah. Why? Uncommon hospitality and welcome. Anybody who travels to Iran, that is the reaction they come the back The women with. are very westernised in Iran, is that right? They are. Now, women who visit and women who are there have to wear a headdress. It's not the, the burqa. They do have to wear a do headdress. They? Yeah. You know, a lot of it is anecdotal. The, the further you are from the major cities, the stricter uh, that is yeah. in terms of uh, cover. But you're right, there is a, a the idea that if you like... Iranian women, women are more westernised than I thought. Yes, but well, Iran is more westernised than, than, than we right. think in certain but, ways. But yeah. just like you were mm. talking about souks earlier, yes. I remember being in the gold souk, a bunch of us over for, over for the Dubai 7s mm. yeah. in the gold souk and we were with a woman in shorts yes. and she got ran out of the place. Yeah, and and there is that strict... I mean, in fairness, I'm not, I suppose, belittling or, or reducing the fact that that there are restrictions and both for men and for women but particularly for women Um, but you do have a country that has just such a broad range of uh, attractions and and appeals like Tehran itself so you will see uh, the murals of the revolution uh, and you will also see that kind of that cafe culture a very hectic city but then you have beautiful uh, cities like Esfahan and, and Persepolis and Shiraz uh, with magnificent old palaces of that Persian style. It's also foodie heaven. Uh, a view like the Iranian the, food. Absolutely. Yes, and uh, Yeah, and, and uh, that I suppose, you know, blends in and, uh, and melds into the, the Mediterranean but if you like the aroma of saffron and rose water this is the place This is your big recommendation is it? Well after the eclipse you know <laughs> so, but the, but you can also go skiing in Iran Can Yeah and uh, you have obviously uh, yeah. not the apres ski because of the alcohol restrictions but you can okay. certainly go skiing I got very close to Turkey before going to bed last night Really? There's a famous Turkish delight manufactured for the best part of a century in Cork. Not by, fries. No. By Hadji Bey. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I haven't and, had that. And I had Hadji Bey's Turkish delight. Somebody gave it to me last night on my way to bed. 
lovely. Well, you didn't bring a portion of it. What about the moving statue in Ballinaspital? Are you recommending that? That was 85. I don't <laughs> think it hits a significant anniversary. I remember going to the moving statue. We should say, in fairness, while we are talking about places to go to, let's not forget that National Geographic magazine put number one on its cool list for 2017, Donegal. Did it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. In terms of, I suppose, a lot of the I, yeah. scenery, the new uh, Star Wars films filmed there, and obviously the magnificent beaches that there, that there are. So, yeah, up on the radar for National Geographic magazine. Yeah, I was up there in the park. There's a national park yes. up there uh, filming the uh, Great Eagles. Oh, yes, yes. Well, it is, as I say, it was the only Irish destination on this list of 21 uh, places, really? but very much saying that it is going to be uh, revealed in 2017 the world. Yeah, and are you going to New Zealand for the Lions tour? Uh, not personally. Are you going? No. No. Well, 3rd of June to 8th of July is the tour, but it is also, uh, I suppose, as I say, any year when you don't have any of the big World Cups. Uh, but you, don't you won't get tickets. Cup. That's the problem. No, but you do have, again, uh, an anniversary there. It's the 150th anniversary of the Maori representation act when the Maoris uh, got their own dedicated seats in Parliament. Uh, there's a new Maori Museum at Waitangi Treaty Grounds in the northeast uh, of the North Island. So uh, whether you have tickets or not, I mean, New Zealand is a magnificent destination. Has to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anyway. As long as you don't go there for the rugby, if you actually go there for <laughs> New Zealand, <laughs> it's a great place. Well, I have to say, I mean, being, if you don't have tickets, but being in bars in, you know, the likes of Queenstown and the, uh, and, that, and, and Christchurch for the rugby, I found fantastic. I, was, I, I wasn't at rugby in New Zealand, but we were watching the World Cup from Australia in 2003 right. now, we were there. If you go to Iran, Ted mm. and says you need a special visa for US entry for the next 10 years. Yeah, the US are being very keen on, uh, I suppose, establishing who has been to, to Iran right. and uh, recording your purpose, lest well, you, you be fermenting well, uh, see, any activity. Yeah, I was born before 1948, right. so I'm eligible for a British visa, okay. so I could get a UK visa for my trip to Iran mm. and keep my one with the harp for my trip to America. And the US will still find you, you know that. All right, bye. He'll be back with me on St. Stephen's Day for the special high noon special when himself, myself and uh, Dr. Kira Gelly will be in for music, chat and, and crack.